0: Welcome to the care to chat podcast by Gateshead Carers, the podcast which brings carers the info they want in short, manageable episodes. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kieran, and today me, my co-host and guest, will be having a chat all about befriending services for carers and the people they care for. Specifically, we'll be having a look at our own befriending service offered by Gateshead Carers Association and how carers can get started with accessing our befriending service. And now, just before we jump into meeting our guests, I would like to say that we are recording this episode of care to chat over the internet, so we do apologise in advance for any background noises or issues with the audio that you may hear. right. so with that out of the way, today I am of course joined by my co-host Claire, Claire, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, thanks, Kieran. Hi, I'm Claire Parker. I'm the volunteer coordinator at Gator Carers and um, I manage the befriending service. Um, the befriending service is there for carers and the care for person um, to offer uh, a friendship and somebody who can just be there once a week for a chat, just kind of a, as a as a social aspect somebody just to kind of chat to and uh, at the minute that's over the telephone um due to the COVID restrictions just a kind of general chat um and just some company and especially you know to help people who were particularly kind of feeling isolated not being able to have someone who hasn't got anyone to maybe chat to or um yeah and just kind of that, that's kind of yeah support there to, to offer that
0: all right, thank you very much for that, Claire. And now we're also joined today through the power of the internet. Uh, Paul, Paul, would you like to say a little bit about yourself?
2: Oh, hi there. I'm Paul, and I'm one of the carer wellbeing facilitators here at Gateshead Carers Association. And my role is to work with um, carers who are referred into us to offer support and help in the caring role um, in whichever way we can uh, support the carer. And that could be one-to-one or it can be in groups, can be referring people into other services and yeah, just sort of like be here
0: to um, support the carer as much as we can. That's brilliant. And as I mentioned at the start, we're going to talk about our befriending service, particularly about how the service works at of Carers and what carers can expect when they want to access our befriending service. So Claire, would you like to start us off by telling us about what happens when a carer or cared for person wants to have a befriender?
1: Um, yes. Yeah, so the the befriending, um, if somebody um, a carer thinks that the befriending service may be um, something that would that would benefit them, um, they can um, if they can be referred by a care and wellbeing facilitator. Um, and then we can find someone who will be a good match for them, someone who maybe has similar interests, um, could be event kind of the same, same age. Uh, we have quite a big you know, variety of befrienders who, um, you know, kind of have different backgrounds, different experiences so we can offer kind of that you know that quite a variety there different you know availability as well so if um somebody you know was a particular day that would be you know best for them um and it's um just a great way as well for if if the, you know, if the carer felt like they would you know like like to have somebody who they you know just have outside of maybe their their usual kind of the caring role or just somebody um sort of neutral to speak to um or it could be that you know the, the cared for person maybe will benefit from that. And that means that the carer could, you know, just kind of have some time for themselves to maybe do something that they've been kind of meaning to do. Um so there's kind of different ways that we can kind of um offer offer the service tailored to each you know, each individual person. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks for that, Claire. And Claire, since the COVID 19 pandemic began and until now, do you think it's had an impact on the demand for the befriended service? And also are there perhaps any main reasons uh, coming up around that
1: yeah it has been quite um, an impact with uh, since covid started we have it has, has meant we've had to um, change from a face-to-face befriending to over the telephone because of the restrictions but i think um it's still been really beneficial because a lot of people have maybe been um separated from loved ones they haven't been able to see family members We've had um, people who have um, their loved ones been in the care home and they haven't been able to visit, which has just been really difficult for them. And just having somebody who um, they can talk to, because um, sometimes they may, they may not just see anyone else, you know, especially if they haven't self-isolated. Uh, so just having that person there, to the other end of the phone, you know, just to chat to, has been um, has been so so important for for a lot of people. Um, so it has kind of changed how people need the service and um, increased a lot of people's um, feeling of feeling of isolation.
0: Yeah, I completely understand where you're coming from there, Claire. And Paul, same question to you, I suppose, as you get to work with and support carers almost every day. What are your thoughts on the befriending service that we offer, and how has COVID had an impact on carers' needs for it? Well, I, I feel the befriending
2: service because it's relatively new um, mm-hmm. scheme that we we'll offer, um, and I think one of the one of the problems carers face anywhere, um, even before COVID, is isolation. It's a huge problem for carers mm-hmm. because of the care and role. Um, they're often very isolated at home with the person they care for. Mm. So that was already an issue that we, we had to address with, you know, a lot of carers about feeling isolated and not connected to the community. And, you know, not seeing anyone or speaking to anyone apart from maybe professionals or people like myself. So that was already, a you know, it's already a significant problem for carers. And um then came along COVID, which um obviously has had an incredible impact on everybody, um, which can't be understated really. But um, you know, p- particularly carers who have already dealing with a lot anyway, dealing with just the caring and role and coping with things, um, and then they've had you know this huge um impact of, of COVID, and then you know, like you say, the complications of staying at home and and isolating and a lot of the carers um, have health conditions and the people they care for so you know they've been um, as Claire you know as indicated might have been shielding even which is you know a most extreme form of um isolation really where they can't see anybody or go out at all in any way so it's been a very extreme situation so um the befriending scheme really coming into that has, um, yeah, definitely been um, really helpful for, for me to sort of know I've got that as a possibility for carers when, particularly, um, you know, the more isolated ones who who are really struggling. It's It's been very positive that I've felt that's something else I can offer. It's a practical help. It's a very concrete um, offer of support yeah. that, that we have in place. So um, it's definitely been beneficial to me as a worker and um, useful. So I would say it's, I'd say the COVID thing just kind of magnified mm. that sense of isolation that carers face anywhere really. That
0: would be my thoughts on it. Yeah, thanks for that, Paul. Um, now another question for both of you here, Claire and Paul. Uh, what's involved in the process of referring a carer for the befriending service? So what are the first few steps involved in getting involved with gated carers in the service, um, mainly for any listeners out there who might want to get involved? Um, well, from my,
2: my perspective, um, when I'm working with carers, we have a general chat about you know the situation and how they're doing. And we look at a range of areas of their life. Um, and like I've I've said previously about, you know, often that isolation or, you know, not having anyone to talk to or feel they can like, you know, catch up with. So it would be something that I might identify through, you know, the assessment I, I do with the carer. And then um I might suggest it, mention it to them, you know, as part of the the offer we'll we, we have for carers. And then, you know, really it's down to the, that person, um, whether they want to take that up really. So, you know, it's not pressed upon them. If they if they do want to kind of look into that, then I could then, you know, make, make the referral into the service mm-hmm. with, um, referring into Claire for, um, for that to be picked up by Claire. And obviously we take, um, when we do our assessment, we're getting quite a lot of information about the s- situation the care is in Care and role, you know, lots of lots of relevant information, which will then help Claire when it comes to you know the Claire's part of of the uh, process. But um, it's quite a straightforward process for the carer once they speak to a carer wellbeing facilitator, um, and it's sort of agreed it might be a, a, a suitable referral or a, something that might be of um, benefit to them. Yeah then you know that's all you need to indicate really and then I would put that forward to Claire and Claire would then do the rest of the process really that's that's about my level of involvement so I'll hand over to Claire for anything she'd like to add to that.
1: thanks Paul yeah so at that point if um someone's shown an interest in it Um, I'll have a chat with them and contact them and again at this point it's it's you know still just chat and I'll I'll go through more details about how the befriending works and as Paul's already kind of mentioned that there's there's no kind of commitment if somebody you know may decide that it's it's maybe not for them they can always decide that at any any point but I'll give them some more information about uh about the the service and then just get some maybe information about about from them you know be some preferences of who they would like as a befriender? Um, you know, so somebody um, would they like someone who's a similar age? Would they more, feel more comfortable with uh, a, a woman or a man? Or do they have a particular interest that um, a befriender would have a you know similar similar interest in? Um, so we kind of look at all those different things and and also times as well. Um, what kind of availability? You know, what days are best for them? Um, and other things, things like, you know, language barriers as well. So if someone maybe uh, doesn't speak very good English, we do have befrienders who you know, can speak other languages. Um, we've had people matched with someone who, who speaks Arabic. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, they can still um, access the, the befriending service. And so what I'll do then, once I've kind of got the information from them, I'll have a look, see what befrienders we have available and find that, you know, the best, best match for them and then, arrange a range of time to have kind of an introductory introductory chat and and then um, to see how the kind of the, the first chat goes and then then look at kind of arranging um agree on a, a time and date to continue that and it's just kind of a, a you know ongoing kind of review and how it's going and it may be that sometimes things come up sometimes um you know carol may say oh i'm not going to be available for uh, next week or so you know it's quite flexible as well we can always kind of you know change things maybe change the time if it doesn't suit uh, particular weeks and just kind of yeah just see how how it goes and and you know if, if, if someone feels oh they're not you know then they maybe don't you know they don't get on it's never kind of been that you know everyone seems to kind of be you know happy and really enjoy the conversation to have with the person they're matched with but um we always say uh, don't worry as well if you're being matched with someone you just don't feel like um, you know there's a good rapport there sometimes people for no reason just you know maybe um, we can always kind of you know look at rematching and things like that so it's it's really kind of flexible and it's always looking at what you know everybody's individual kind of preferences and mm-hmm. um, and what they kind of like to get from it as well
0: that's brilliant there Claire Now following on from what you've just said there about feedback, since the befriending service is an ongoing thing for carers and befrienders since they have multiple sessions together, do either you, Claire, or you, Paul, check in or get to hear much in the way of feedback from the people involved with the befriending project?
1: Um, I mean, I, I because I keep in kind of contact with the befrienders, and and they'll always kind of just let me know how it's going, if there's been any um, you know, any questions. So sometimes, um, Karen maybe just you know um, something might have come up, and they'll refer back back to us. Um, and a lot of kind of there's been uh, feedbacks. Um, especially I think during um, COVID. The ups and downs of kind of being in lockdown and, you know, out of lockdown and mm-hmm. and that's been quite, um, I think we've all found that really, really hard. And um, so I think people have been kind of, it's been hard for people to st- stay positive. So um, a lot of fun friends will say sometimes, you know, when they've been chatting one week, um, you know, the carer may have been, not feeling too good, but by the end of the call, they have felt a bit more, felt a bit better just from having a chat can make a really big difference and um, just to help kind of lift your mood a bit. And then, you know, another, the next week, um, you know, they feel a bit more, you know, feel a bit better because things are kind of looking better, you know, coming out of lockdown. And particularly um, for feedback from someone who, as I mentioned before, some people have, may have their, their loved ones in a care home and they haven't been able to visit. Um, for them, they have kind of said that it's been a lifeline for them. It's really, um, wow. they've really needed it. You know, mm-hmm. it's been the um, the performances really helped them to kind of get through that. Uh, so yeah, I, it's some really nice feedback, and um, I think a lot of people, it's it's been such a such an important um, thing for them.
2: I mean, I can't add a lot to what Claire said, but uh, <laughs> just anecdotally from um, carers who I referred. Um, they definitely appreciate being part of the scheme and they definitely seem to enjoy that like interaction with the volunteer befrienders. So that's here generally I would I would just notice that it might lift the mood somewhat. Um when when the you know when they are quite isolated, there it seems to be no, you know, as part of a, you know, other other part of the support we're offering that because a lot of the things we do um, it might be that we have to get engaged with the services and organisations and you know we, we sort of step back a little bit really our role is is once we've you know got things up and running uh, we, we try and take a step back because we're you know the nature of our role really um, but the befriending is more of a constant you know that that relationship you know goes on in a much more frequent pattern, that's, you know, being very valued by people I've referred to, and it, it, it does seem to be, um, you know, make, making a difference to the people I've, I've referred to
1: just going to continue on Paul from what you were saying yeah because of the you know the for the carers the, the the care well-being facilitators you know still there to help with you know the usual the, the, the support and the services so the befriending is different in that way that it is more about you know just a, a friendship for general kind of just to have a chat and and so if some if the carer did want to kind of I mentioned something to the befriender, the befriender can, you know, refer that back to us and now we can let their kind of well-being facility know that maybe um, that they need to kind of have a chat about something. But so there's that kind of, you know, um, relationship there where we can connect, and there's a connection there, so we can still be offering both different types of that support there um so the befriending but the friend is that more relaxed just being able to you know one week and maybe chatting about um to be as simple as the weather or you know what we've been doing that week and it's it maybe it's just you know taking that away from the usual kind of talking about specifically about you know the the care and role and what 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 we need so yeah it, but it does kind of work well together as well in that way
0: and with that it definitely sounds like when a carer or a befriender gets involved with us, they're definitely well taken care of and supported. So now for any of our listeners that are wanting to either start being a befriender or access our befriending service, uh, how would they go about doing that?
1: Yeah, if somebody is registered as a, a carer with us and mm-hmm. maybe they, um, you know, hey with this and the, the, the things they befriending would be would be good for them, uh, they could just give us a call it you know doing the office to speak to carol well-being facilitator about the befriending service and um, we can also send us a message on the website or um, on our social media and just get in touch and just just let us know we will um, then we'll kind of arrange a, arrange a chat about it
2: i mean from from my perspective um you know if somebody feels that they could benefit from having um, a call a befriender um that they would need to just be registered with us and so you know likewise to just get in touch with us through our website we've got like live chat we've got our help you know information line um the various ways people can contact us just to make a general inquiry and then you know once we speak to people um then then from that there could be you know referred into the service so it's you know it's a it's a sort of straightforward process really
1: yeah of course that's one of the things as well it's a continued review so we do kind of look at maybe someone is like the really benefit from the the befriending and then we look at maybe if someone else if, if someone is waiting um and who hasn't been able to have a befriender then we look at ending a match to then you know matching somebody who hasn't been able to use the service yet but it's not something that you know someone can't return and um, you know we access the befriending again later it's just to make sure that everyone does have a chance to to access the service but we do continue to make sure that we you know we've got plenty of um, befrienders and available just to make sure that we try our best to kind of be able to to offer on that but we will if somebody is waiting we will try and make sure that we can match them with someone um, as soon as possible
0: yeah good point you raised there, Claire Uh, that we will, in fact, try to meet the demand for the service whenever we can. All right, folks, thank you very much for listening to this episode and a big thank you to Paul for being today's guest. We all hope that you listening now know a little bit more about what support is out there for Carers. Uh, As mentioned earlier, if you do want to get in touch with us here at Gates and Carers, you can call us on 0191 4900 121 or visit our website at at That's all for today's episode. Thanks once again, Paul and Claire.
1: Thanks, Kieran.
0: And to you for listening along with us. We hope you'll care to join us again soon. Until then, stay safe and goodbye for now.